Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to the Codependent Me podcast. I am your host, Tamala Shaw. Today, we are honored to have Mike McGinnis with us. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. This is great. Absolutely. Um, we've had some little bit of conversation before the show, and I'm can't wait to get into the subject, but before we do, I do want to let everyone know that we were connected on Podmatch, and mm-hmm. I like to always give them a wonderful shout out because they always send the best people. I've met the best people through them, so, uh, but now, Michael, you've got two phenomenal books out. Book one is called The Essential Revolution. And book two is called The Invitation. So we right. definitely want to get into the book, book, the books. But first, will you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I've had a kind of a crazy life. Yeah. I've lived in Costa Rica now for over 30 years. And before that, I, I grew up in California. And um, that was wild. <laughs> And I, I um, ended up doing this course when I was 23 years old that helped me um, get past my limiting beliefs and was able to chase my dream, which is to surf in Costa Rica and live in Costa Rica. And I immediately after the course left and, and went and did it. And um, uh, and since then, it's been crazy. And mm-hmm. I've had several different um, transformational moments, and uh, which has led me to sort of channel these books. It doesn't really feel like I'm writing. It feels like I'm going in and watching a movie and just taking dictation, you know, like writing down what I'm seeing and, and turning it into a story. And, you know, it's allegorical fiction. So it's it's kind of like, you know, like the Celestine prophecy, something like that, where where there's a really good story and also a big message, a, a lot of big messages, actually. So that's, that's what it led me to. Yeah, my life. <laughs> that is good. That's good stuff. You um you do a lot of focusing on victimization, self-talk. I love the word wokeism. I saw <laughs> that. Um I, I've I've like I told you earlier, I've been on your Instagram and they've done some wonderful um like snippets from other interviews that you've had as well as oh, yeah. messages from, you know, passages from the book, which is the book is just, the books are phenomenal. I, at least what I know of them at, thus far. I have not read them as of yet, but I will. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just what I see on your Instagram and anyone who's listening, the Instagram is Michael McGinnis. Um, and he's just, he, I, and now I understand now that I know that you're in Costa Rica, Costa Rica. That's why they call you the jungle writer. Yeah. Oh, it's also <laughs> a character in the book. Yeah, it's kind of the oh, okay. kind of thing we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I do right in the middle of the jungle, literally, literally. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. you've got to, you've got to like grab a picture. I hadn't seen that yet, but you got to grab a picture. Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah, I should yes. do something like that. That yeah, is phenomenal. So tell us, I know that there's this, um, this journey that you've gone through and mm-hmm. 
from what I understand and what I um, what I see, it's a lot of my, changing of the mindset that you you talk about and that you've gone through. So you tell mm-hmm. us a bit about what started that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that we are constantly talking to ourselves in our head. Um, in and we don't even notice it, but we are we are always in like an inner conversation inside and. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we, it, it depends on what we're telling ourselves. You know, we, we, we all programmed, we're all programmed to a certain degree for collective programming over thousands of years of this is wrong and this is good and bad and right and, and whatnot. Um, he did that to you. She did that to you. You're a victim. I'm a victim. That's what we tell ourselves. And then we create a reality from that. So a big part of my work is to, is to um, help uh, people see where how they're speaking to themselves in their head like really take a look at that and then make those changes from your perception uh and shift it if you if you're ready for that some people are like no i'm gonna stay pissed okay well then stay pissed you're gonna suffer you know or or i'm gonna stay you know in this down low vibrational okay i get it you, you're not ready yet but the people who are ready and they they read the book and something happens or you know they read other people's books but we're all we're all on a pro in a process of awakening. Every human being, they just don't know it yet. You know, a lot of people, and even if they're doing something that's quite horrific, it's still part of some process that they have to go to, to wake up. Now I'm not saying they're going to wake up in this lifetime, but we're all going to become Buddha. We're all going to become a Christ of some type in some incarnation. That's the way I look at it. And so I start with the self-talk. What do you say to yourself? Why do you, where did that come from? And really analyze and break it down. It's kind of like shadow work, really constantly looking at ourselves and what we say inside of here and what comes out of our mouth as well to others, because that's also a big part of the journey is our interaction with other people and how we treat them. And, um, yeah, so that's sort of how the inner speaking part works, you know. Yeah, I I I actually have that really bad. <laughs> there are yeah. times, even at night, I can't sleep because I'm constantly talking. You know, a, a lot of people may say, "Oh, I couldn't rest my brain," right? But that is literally, I know for me, it's me talking to me, and it's it's all of the time, and you know. I know in, in school, when I was in college, they taught us that, you know, your attention attention span is only so long and then your thought process goes to something different, right? So that is still a part of that self-talk because I found myself being cognizant of it in that class where I felt as though, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to do well in this class. Or, you know, so there's that that judgment that that, you know, you can put yourself at the finish line in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Before you even give your chance to, you give yourself a chance to start, right? Like if I'm sure. saying I'm going to fail, <laughs> and it's the first week of class, nine times out of ten, <laughs> gonna be You're gonna fail, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So when um, so you were talking about this inner transformation. That's the journey, right? Mm-hmm. So how can people that are listening start that journey? Well, it's interesting what you just said about how you notice yourself speaking to yourself um if you'll if you'll if if you can see it you'll notice that the things that you're talking about are always either in the future or the past they're not right now right now is perfect so one place that you could start next time you do that notice that there's the you that's having a thought 
and then ask yourself, who is it that's witnessing the thought? Now, I'm getting this from Eckhart Tolle, just to be very clear, I have to give it up to the, the OG, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, and so you, if you can get to that place where you can say, okay, I, you see, that's, that's part of this path. Like we call it the, the El Camino Rojo in Spanish. It's like what the indigenous, in, the Indians used to say, it's the red path. It's, it's the path of self-awakening, but that means that you have to be an active participant in it all the time. 24 hours a day when you step on when you really step on and you start to notice the shifts you'll want to so what one could do is they could take that that instance as they're laying there and the mind's thinking go out and ask who is it that's hearing the thoughts or seeing the thoughts happen as they happen and which one of those two is real am i the one that's having the thoughts or am i the witness that's watching the mind talk the wow. truth is you're the one you're this one and so you're bigger than that. And then once you notice it, it disappears. So it's a habit. But, and what happens is, is that the more and more you do this and the more and more you see that life becomes more easier for you, then you will actually start to move into presence rather than being out of presence. Most of us, most your average person is probably 10% of the time present, meaning right here, right now. And you'll notice you, maybe you go by a creek or something, you'll be sitting there and you'll be like, what happened to me? You know, like I wasn't thinking that for, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, 30 seconds went by. Where was I? Well, you were an absolute presence in the water, made that sound, or you're looking at a sunset or whatever it is, or you're with your child and you're just zone out, but you're not zoning out. You're actually zoning in. Mm. And then most of us are doing that 10% of the time. And then 90% of the time, we're either in the future or the past, either the dreaded future, the great future that's coming or the dreaded past or the, how great it was. And there will be a shift at some point in everybody's life at some incarnation where that switches and you become present 90% of the time and not present in the 10 because you're using the mind to make plans and do things that you need to do rather than being used by it. That's the way I look at it. That's good. So is that where wokeism comes in? Ooh, wokeism for me is is something that is so damaging right now to the world because it's all about the past and mm. it's all about what's wrong and it's all about what's be what has been done to somebody or what somebody did in the, their past it and and you really know the disease of wokeism when you notice that no matter what these people are saying they're pissed off about something you know, there's just something to be, you know what I mean? So they're in a way they're. I'm not saying they're consciously choosing this because I don't think anybody would consciously choose to, to be living in hell, but that is a very low vibration when we're pointing the finger outward at someone or a group of people or a nation or whatever it is. And we just stand on, Oh, they're the, they're the cause of all my problems or they're the cause of all their problems. Cause wokeism a lot of times is what we call this victim uh, in the book. Dimitri calls it. Triad. PVT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The parasitic victim triad where you have, where you have the, the victim, supposed supposed victim, which, you know, we could all say, yeah, they're, they're a victim to that thing that happens. Yes. And then you have this, the perpetrator, which could be, whoever it is and then you have that that savior there to save the day that's complaining about the perpetrator and they need to keep this this victim in victimhood for them for their ego-filled disgusting uh <laughs> like charge cycle, that they get right the cycle 
and it's parasitic in nature. So that's why you notice all this wokeism. They are all they eventually they come back and they're going after each other, and it's just this mess. And um, so yeah, we we definitely talk about that because on a on a global scale, that is, you know, that's causing some uh, quite a bit of strife in our world, and and it's all for to to cause disunity and separation, and it's and it's working. And, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that it's always, it's, it's always with a good, in, like, there's an intention behind it that's not negative. There's an intention of, but the, like I heard Jordan Peterson, he says, yeah, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? So they're, they're, they're utilizing something to fill their ego, even though it would be really great if, yeah, we, that these people get helped. And, and, the, and I think when we're all conscious, we start to figure out how to make that happen rather than pointing the finger, we all have to point. We say they say when you point the finger out, where's three point back at you? And I agree with that. You know. Yeah, for sure. And it's so I love the way you say. You know, pointing the finger is low energy. I used to tell people all the time if we, when we were talking to people, if we were to give hugs rather than pointing the finger, it would be a better world. Because you know, if you're if you're pointing, you know. And I've had to tell people, like, you know, when they're talking to me, even over the phone, like, you can feel when that finger is being pointed at you. And I feel like, mm, I feel like you're pointing a finger at me rather than embracing me. Let's 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 That's embrace right. the situation. Right. I love That's that right. low energy. But yes, um, I saw that uh, the victim, the perpetrator and the savior complex. Yeah. Yeah, and we got we got it going on so big right now. I mean, look at this thing with the war. You got people on the road, and they they don't even know what they're fighting. They just pick that side. Okay, and let's do this, and let's just go after each other. And it's like, wow, and the world's falling apart, you know. And and Dimitri says the world's falling apart and waking up at the same time. <laughs> and it is true, you know, because as <clears throat> as as the darkness or whatever you want to call that energy that does exist pushes for our our disunity and our separation as we all as as we as we hit these bottoms we have no choice to, to come back up at some point because it's called a bottom mm -hmm. and so what's happening is the world is hitting a bottom and it's gonna keep happening probably for a while of course in my book my i feel that my job is to figure out how to fast track us through onto the other side of heaven on earth yeah. And, and at least I, do, I try to do that in my writing and I try to get with some people who are big thinkers in the world and say, if you could just imagine it, how would it happen just like crazy? Oh, but it wouldn't, I don't care about that. Tell me if you could like, you know, and so I get these ideas and they come through and I, some I use and some I don't. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting process to try to make a blueprint in, in my novel that could also be used out here. So it's kind of fun. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what else am I going to do? You know, <laughs> like, Oh, that's good stuff. So, and I, and I love that it's, if it's rock bottom, I mean, at some point you're right. You have to hit that, hit that bottom and, and pray that the trajectory is very high, right? Goodness. So if you have people who have negative self-talk, how do you, how do you get them? How do you pull them to the negative self-talk to the positive area where you have self-empowerment? Self I, I don't. I can't. They, they have to be ready. And how many of us have gone through like a, some kind of transformation and you want it so bad for your partner or you want it so bad for your mom or whoever it is, right? Or your friend. And you're like, hey, just read this or check this out. And they're like, 
no, all the time. And, and it's just, they're not into that yet. And it's, and it's because they're not ready. That's, that's the way I look at it. Right. But when I'm here for people who are ready and I believe that most of the people in the world are ready, they just don't know that there's something to be ready for. Mm. That's another thing that Dimitri says in the book, you know, and, and, and I think that, that that's why we're having the conversation right now. And I think that's why everything's happening the way it's happening is because everybody's getting ready to be ready because something really big is happening and it l looks horrific and it is right. And it's getting worse and it's like a compression. And it, it, on the other side of it is this, it's going to, it's the light will always outshine the dark eventually we believe in time so we're like well when <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm 57 i've got about 40 more summers left if i'm lucky this better happen before i'm gone well nobody's got that guarantee right right but we do the best we can so i i what i do is i i think that frequency attracts frequency so i come out and i do my thing and i talk and i read the i read, I read the books and I'm open for someone that want to have a conversation. And then that's about, that's about what I can do. And if somebody is having the negative thought, we just go back to the, okay, remember who is having, what is having the thought? And is it really you? Or are you the one that's witnessing and start there? And, and, and also we would question like, I mean, there's great people out there like Byron Katie who talks about like, is it real? What's your thinking? What's it? Is, is it absolutely a reality that this is going to happen to you? Well, no, that's right. Okay. And like you can, there's so many great tools out there. Um, and so, yeah, you know, we, there's so many different ways to help people through that when they're ready and, mm -hmm. and uh, it'll come to everybody when they're ready. Once they're ready, they just need to ask. There's so many people here to help. And I think we all need a hand, you know, I needed one. <laughs> I, I still do. Um, you know, all of us, I don't think that, that, there's, I don't think doing it alone is working so well. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And you're right. It's one of those, um, I mean, I have this book club and we've been talking about all of these wonderful um, ways to heal and, you know, all of this. And one of the girls in the class was like, oh my gosh, I just really wish that my aunt would read this because she could really, and you know, I was like, until she's ready and she was like but and then like the following week she was like i told her about the book and all these things that she can learn she's like okay well you know <laughs> and then we get all upset about it and pissed off well i had to i had to go through a point where i'm like ah. and and then finally you just literally have to say to yourself like dimitri says three words it's their experience yes. and 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 it's so important to remember that because there's also a lot of people that are struggling in the world and we can't help them all. We can't, we don't have the personally, like I can't have the money to help the whole world and neither do you or whatever. It doesn't work that way. And so how do we, how do we get okay with what's happening? And I think it's just to say it's their experience and, and, but it's a hard, yeah, I know. And you've had hard, and we've all have it, but there's this really, I get it. But for some reason, their soul, I, I look at it like there's this thing hovering over us that is like, so big and so like really in control of everything it's like the unseen realm and it's making these things happen but it's actually me this higher version of myself and it's actually connected to something obviously much bigger and and not separate than that and and so all these things are happening for a reason and you say well how do you prove that i don't i choose to know it and you could say right. i choose to believe it that's fine but i like the no part i choose to know that for myself that's another thing that the preacher teaches in the book you know I, it's funny i think like, i get these things from him and it's really weird because i create him so i, I it's bizarre you know <laughs> no it, it, it makes sense it really does i, I yeah. would love to meet dimitri in another realm so <laughs> <Me too. laughs>
<laughs> so, but I, I do believe exactly um, what you're saying. You know, in life, we all have lessons. So we have to go through certain deaths in order to get those lessons, in order to, you know, come out of it and be higher. So I, I completely love that. Um, I want to read something that Dimitri helped me with. Um, and hopefully will help someone in the audience. But it is from book one, which is The Essential Revolution on page 218. It says, those of you who gave up on your dream when things got hard, you had a doubt that lingered in the shadows of your mind. You may have had all the good intentions in the world when you started, but as there was a hiccup or two, which I've had one hiccup for sure, that was it. Like all you need is that hiccup. And then you were done by stopping what you, well, I'm sorry, by stopping you only confirm the doubts, you validated them, and then you worsen the chances to start the second time. Yeah. So I'm going through something right now where I had this very clear journey in my eyes and I had a hiccup. And so reading this, it makes me want to not stop that from having me start it again. Because all you need is that doubt. That doubt leads to fear. That fear will lead to you feeling as though it can't happen. When you knew, like I know beyond a doubt that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? But all I need is that hiccup, which can lead to doubt, which will lead to fear, which can lead to me not doing it. So Dimitri, I thank you. <laughs> for having that on, you know, I, I thank Mike for, you know, writing it down for Dimitri. I thank your person that put it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and because it really did, it blessed me. It really, really did. You just don't know. And the doubt, to be honest, the hiccup really is, it wasn't even real. The hiccup is mm. in my mind. Yeah. Because my mind changed it from success to doubt, mm. not reality. So it's just about no matter what happens, if you know what you're supposed to do, don't allow a hiccup to stop you from moving forward. Never yeah. stop it, you know, allow it to stop you from starting over again. Because sometimes you don't get it right the first time and that's okay. That's right. So right. just do it again. You never, and again, <laughs> and again. And again, you just never know. But if you know in your heart and you, you know, you've been led to go in this direction, things can happen and mm -hmm. there's lessons there and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you for allowing yourself to be used because as you said, there were certain things that you went through in your youth that led you to where you are now and that was a part of the process that's right so thank you for being you know transparent and in, in allowing yourself to be the vessel so that dimitri can speak and that these two wonderful books was you know able to be written in the jungle <laughs> in the jungle that's right. that's right yeah that's like what you said about those doubts um it's also good to find out when where do those come from 
because it all comes from something that happened in the past that'll give you a doubt. You know, is it if someone's out there and they want to go and start this business and become wealthy, um, but then they're all into it. And then all of a sudden there's a hiccup and they're like, I knew it. Well, you had something stuck in you that was telling you that you couldn't Mm -hmm. or there was just a little and those need to be gone. Those those need to be healed. Before I always say, and it's okay. You start it, and then you, you see it, and then you come back. You do it again. I always also say, there's no such thing as a failure. Like you, it's literally the way we talk to ourselves. I failed. No, you didn't. If you want to say you failed, then you just created failure. There is right. no failure. It is just an experience. And now you can say, well, that was a great experience to make me come back even stronger. And you know, like in in the case of what you're doing, one thing that I think helps my friend showed me this is that you and also um neville goddard he wrote the power of awareness i listened to that book and and it's about you feeling what it feels like to be in the already accomplished act that you're you're looking to 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 you know move into and feel like start to feel that now and to become that it's like really wild how you can step into these quantum versions of yourself at least there's a whole a lot of talk around it and i i believe it have i done it yes in some ways i have i i there's things i've wanted and i just i just imagine i knew i was going to have it and whatever in my life you know maybe it's a certain for a girl that i really wanted to and boom i made it happen somehow and it's like because i felt like what it was like to already been with this person it's really crazy so that's another that's that's in the book too you know so i love that i love that you know and it's it's almost like you know they people talk about manifestations and you know things like that and like I love that you said that came from somewhere, and I am I am bold enough to say that mine came from insecurity. Like I was very insecure in some of the some of the things that um, some of my abilities or what other people would think, or you know, sometimes. So it's the insecurity that brought that doubt. So you have to be you have to be able to stand and know what it is in order to get rid of it. You got to in order. You got to yeah. do the thing in order to get rid of a thing, right? Yeah, and also to to find out where that insecurity came from the first time, because it all comes from childhood. Mm-hmm. So, what happened when you were young that made you feel insecure for the first time? And sometimes you have to really kind of like feel into that one. And oh, it was when my parents said da 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 da, da or whatever it is. Right. And and then you got to go back and heal that, and maybe even call them and say, hey, I just wanted to say I've been. I guess it's been holding me back. I don't want to apologize for blaming you for this whole time, even though it wasn't openly blaming you, or maybe I was. And, you know, like that, that kills that little chip that's in there like that. Bam. So, you know, it really is about finding out when was the first time you felt insecure about something. Yeah. 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 Because somebody said X when, when I was seven. Okay. Let's go back and fix that. Then th- that's already done. And like, okay, wow, that went away. And now it, it because I'll, most of our stuff comes from, when we were young and then the universe puts those those blocks in front of us so that we can go back and heal that so then those go away and then we can move on to whatever's next it's got to be healed because it's a whole bunch of stuff (laughs) yeah i got a list (laughs) yeah me too too. (laughs) but you know as long as you know it and you're willing to get through it and and heal it it is a wonderful ah mike this has been so wonderful (laughs) <laughs> I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I want to tell everyone to go out and get the essential revolution and the invitation. They can get it on Amazon, right? 
Yeah, and they can also go to my website, which is michaelmcginnis.com. Maybe you can put it down there. Yes. And and it has a link to the to Amazon. You can get the book, and I have it on the first books on Audible, and all of them are on, on digital, and all of them are in paper too. So, both of them, I should say. And the third book will be, I think, written in December. So we'll start that in December, and it's a process. I I have like publishing people to help me and all that editing and all that. So it takes a bit, but I'll start in December. I'll start channeling in December. Excellent. So when you get that one, you you have to come back. Please, yeah. be sure to come. Back. And you will have read those other books by then. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So well, I look forward to you coming back and um, talking about that because this is all. All of the series is just wonderful. Um, I do want to ask, I'll ask all my guests, if you could say one thing to the audience, what would it be? If you could just leave one tidbit with them. You're probably going through something right now. Most people are. And that is the compression of this thing that wants to happen, um, which is the earth uh, moving into a fourth, kind of a fourth dimension or fourth density. um, and that's why things are getting hard. But you came here for this. You actually knew in before you came to planet Earth, and it's a big job. But you're up. You're up for it, and and you're a big part of this thing. This is a. This is the most fascinating time for us to be alive. So you can either you can choose your role, as Dimitri says, and and I invite you to choose this. All right, let's get let's do this thing instead of. Ah, you know and or whatever it is or fighting and getting angry let's just that's it so that would be like probably today's yes i love it that's good stuff so i will also put everything that you said in the show notes i forgot to say that so check the show notes to get the name of the books the website where you can find the books and the instagram um so I think Instagram's like Michael McGinnis author. Yeah, if you have it down below, I'm not sure what it is, but it's. it's I will yeah. definitely put it in the show notes so they can follow okay. you because again, I've I've gotten some wonderful information from uh, following you, so it is fantastic. So Dimitri, uh, mm-hmm. Dimitri, see Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I would love to be Dimitri. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> Mike, thank you for coming on the show. I truly appreciate thank you. you. <laughs> thank you very much. It's great to be here. <laughs> thank you. Audience, I want to thank you for being here again. I know that you could choose any podcast, but you chose this one. And I thank you. And I want to let you know that you matter and your story matters and have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time. So thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me. And check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.